The deep, dark tunnel seemed to be endless. The sounds of footsteps reverberated throughout the tunnel. Disembodied voices laughed and whispered amongst themselves. The frosty breath of warriors trailed down the hall. Finally, the tunnel opened up to a large open room. Theodore's armor was clashing against itself, making an irritating and obnoxious noise. The room he stood in was bitterly cold and eerie. There was fog floating over the floor, which was coming mostly from the holes that were in the walls, but most of the fog was coming from underneath the door at the end of the room. Captain Henry whispered to the team an idea he had to get through undetected. <laughs> the team began to get ready for a fight when a voice spoke from behind them. Hello, it is not very often we have visitors here, a mysterious voice said from the shadows. This sent a chill down his back. He turned around to look at the person who had spoken from behind him. He saw the outline of a man standing with dark clothes on. His head was looking down at his feet, but he seemed to have an ominous feeling to him. Now, I should introduce myself to you, but it seems your visit will be short today, the mysterious man said. His eyes turned purple, and skeletal warriors rose from the ground in front of him. The man then began to step farther back into the shadows. We cannot allow them to win this battle. We need to hold this ground, Captain Henry relayed to the, his squad. The skeletal warriors continued to rise up from the ground while the team drew their swords from their sheaths. The man began to use some sort of magic. His right hand produced a hot flame, and he prepared to attack with it. Theodore was astonished by his ability. Hold the line! They cannot pass this point! Captain Henry yelled to his men. The mysterious man pointed at the group of men, and the skeletons charged. He shot a searing flame past the skeletons, piercing through the armor of one of the men by Theodore. The man groaned in pain as the flame went through the armor. Soon, the clash of swords reverberated in the room. I have never seen anything like this, Theodore thought to himself as he fought a skeleton. I have been through many battles, but never seen magic of this magnitude. Theodore struck at the skeleton, and his sword got stuck in its thigh bones. Before he could pull his sword out of the bone, Captain Henry fell to the ground. His armor clanked against the floor as he collapsed. Theodore pulled the sword out and ran over to aid his ally. Theodore then slammed into the ground as the skeleton grabbed his foot. He turned around and struck the skeleton down with a hard blow to the knee. The skeleton turned into a pile of bones, but three other skeletons came over to aid their fallen ally. Theodore saw in the corner of his eye the man walking towards Captain Henry. The skeleton tried to slash at Theodore, but he rolled out of the way. One of his teammates came over and protected him from an attack. Go! Save Captain Henry! I can take I can deal with these two, his teammate yelled at him as he fought one of the skeletons. Theodore ran over towards Captain Henry. He lay on the floor, holding his arm in pain. Theodore examined the wound and saw part of his arm had been burnt. You haven't seen the possible power that I have, said the mysterious man. He then flipped the switch and the floors opened up. Theodore felt light as he fell, but he soon landed in a pool of water. The room he landed in looked more majestic compared to the room above. A blue hue was given off by the pool of water he sat in. The moment was ruined soon, though, as the rest of his team became splashing into the water as well. The man then appeared again, but this time he appeared through Rift. This will be your last fight. The only person you will be facing is me. But be warned, your ignorance will kill you if you underestimate me, said the mysterious man. Theodore watched as his men ran towards the man. He produced a blade in his hand. 
The other men had no time to react at the speed of this mysterious man. The mysterious man yawned and began to make blades appear around him. Theodore muttered the word, Mesosia, under his breath. He looked for a sword, but could not find it. He began frantically searching for a sword, but a blade shot into his armor. All he could do was scream in his head as the blade stuck out of his armor. The Maester Seer walked over and picked up Theodore. He then shocked him with a jolt of electricity. Theodore was in pain and had no control over his movements. This will be the last time you will ever see another person, the Maester Seer said to him. When he was finished speaking, he blew Theodore across the room with a huge force of energy. Theodore got up with the little energy he had mustered. The Maester Seer began to finish off everyone else in the room. Theodore began to stumble across the room, but he fell over and over again. The Maester Seer walked up to Theodore, and he produced a dagger in his hand. The, the Maester Seer smiled and laughed at Theodore. You are so pitiful right now, the Maester Seer said. All of this to protect a child. How sad, Theodore replied. And you just died for that child, the Maester Seer replied. The Maester Seer drew back the dagger and stabbed it into Theodore. The man laughed and got up, but when he did, he grabbed his chest. The man looked down at his chest and saw a huge cut from a dagger. Theodore waved a dagger in his hand as the Maester Seer had an enraged look on his face. Maybe, just maybe, I will see you again, some day. Maybe some day, the Maester Seer said in pain. His eyes then turned purple, and a rift opened. He walked through the rift stumbling along the way, and disappeared into it. The rift then disappeared, with a burnt spot being all that was left of the scene. Theodore began to block, black out, when he heard a voice nearby. He knew that this would be the end of him. He thought he could make out a voice say something about, He is the one. He then blacked out completely, losing consciousness. When Theodore regained consciousness, he was in the sun. He heard guards talking nearby. He knew the exact place he was in. He attempted to got up and got up with ease. Something had given him energy and his wounds were healed. He looked down at where the wounds should have been and it was completely healed. The important thing was that he was near the city. The next few days were a blur of events and ceremonies. Apparently everyone had thought he was dead. The rest of his team had died in battle though. He was given many rewards for his battle, one of those being promoted to the rank of Lieutenant Colonel. He was then assigned as a royal guard to guard over the capital city. After a few years, life was good, but he knew the Maester Sears were still out there.